money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money and go shopping. Well, double good because <laughs> this is... Uh, the, are you going to bring your heart with you? When you come? I'm going to go bring my heart with you. And to be honest, I'm probably not shopping today, which is the biggest shopping day of the year for the U.S. Yay! But. So your husband says uh, <laughs> it's a happy day for me. It's Black Friday. It's Black it's Friday. The day after American Thanksgiving. And, and you know, I say that, you know, that I don't. You know, I don't want you to go shopping, but the the reality is, is that I like a good deal. I know you do. I mean, you know I'm what? Gonna... We have to look at our plan to see if we should go shopping. All right, we're getting then right into, into it. Right I know now. we're right into okay, it. So okay, let's okay, okay, let's back up. <laughs> this is the show where we talk about the hard <laughs> issues around money. And if you haven't caught the show before, then please go online, chri.ca, have all the shows archived there. More than enough.ca uh, has all the shows archived there. And those uh, two websites, you don't need a special player. You, you just click play and listen. Uh, if you want and are on iTunes, please search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb, and we will, uh, you'll find us and, and you can download all the podcasts. And if you're there, please rate us. So, so there you go. You, and you and if you missed last week's show, we we had Ray on, which we ha- he ha- he comes every month from Compass Canada, but he mm-hmm. short shared some of his journey about uh, when they had to simplify and live off of uh, part time income, and how for fourteen months they lived in that place and didn't incur any debt. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has a great story, and it's challenging and um, inspiring at the same time. So that one you should go listen to. Okay, so there you go. The recommendation from Reb <laughs> yes. today and. We've been on the air for a whole year. Woo-hoo! November, last November, we started with Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. And here we are a year later because we did a Black Friday show last year. We did. We did. And we're doing another one today. So just a shout out, big thank you to all those people That's that have right. been listening and downloading the podcast. And, and we really appreciate the feedback that we've been getting. Uh, just great. Thank you so much for joining us on the journey of Let's Talk Money. Great. Yes. So, okay, today. All right. We are going to talk about Black Friday. Don't turn off your radio. We're not telling you to not go shopping. We're not telling you to like, you know, we're, we're not doing that. Actually, we're not. We, we might tell you to not well, go shopping. Well, okay. Well, if you don't have money, maybe. <laughs> anyway, we're going to just talk about it. And we're going to look again, once again, at the history of Black Friday, where it comes from and when Canada really started looking at it. We're going to give you some statistics, which you might find interesting. But I am going to lay out like I these Matthew six is Dave's favorite passage about money and the kingdom of God and how to deal with our possessions. And I have a dear friend who, because of her own journey with illness in her home, they became minimalist, a minimalist family. Now, if you don't know what that is, you can Google it. And there's a big trend toward minimalism and simplicity. And um, I can't say Dave and I are there uh, at all, but we are learning and walking with God in that journey of simplifying our life as well. 
But this verse, she just laid on me about becoming a minimalist. And it, it's, it's this. It's one we all know, um, perhaps. And it's Matthew 6, verse 19. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And and why do we talk about these verses today? I mean, these verses can be very convicting because they really challenge our heart. We say that money is really a heart issue. Money mm-hmm. and heart go together. Our journey with God as believers in Christ and our how we deal with money go hand in hand. And if you want to know where your heart is, just look at your bank account. Uh, we say it and all the time. what you spend your money on. And what you spend your money on. And um, it, it tells us a lot. And, you know, these verses always convict me. Uh, where am I laying up for myself a treasure? And we're not saying in light of Black Friday that a good deal isn't a good deal. But what are you living for? What are we living for? What are we spending our money on? Um, and, you know, some of my friends would say, you know, just don't go shopping. Just don't do it. Don't even tempt yourself. Just stay home. So, so it is a little bit like you know, happy hour for the alcoholic, right? In a sense of saying that when we have this, this opportunity to get a good deal, again, usually happy hour, the beer is cheaper. Uh, yeah. I, I can talk about beer on the show, eh? Is that I don't okay? know. Okay. I don't know if we should be doing that. Anyway, well, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going works, with right? the analogy. So, so the idea there is, is if I, I know there's a good deal on beer, but if the point is, is that I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm drinking alcohol or too much alcohol or my propensity to do that, then we just got to stay away from happy hour. And that might be the case around Black Friday. Everybody else around you is, in a sense, celebrating. Uh, We know that there is ramped up pressure on our culture right now to, to buy, buy, buy. The advertising machine is at work. The, the, the messaging that we are getting from everywhere is, is that anticipate Black Friday um, because that's going to be the absolute best deals going. And, and, and all of that, there's just this huge focus on this next season of time. Whether it, it, it's around the Black Friday, Cyber Monday ho- holiday, if that's what yeah. it is. But also just the, the Christmas season. We know in, in Canada that Black Friday, Cyber Monday is all rolled into the, the Christmas statistics of what people spend around Christmas. In the U.S., it's a, it's a little different. bit different. But the reality is, is there is a significant amount of pressure that is, is building and, and ramping up as we come into the Christmas buying season. Right. And I guess, I mean, just to summarize, the, the issue then is our heart. So, um, and when we lay up for ourselves treasures here on the earth, Rust and rust and moth destroy it. We know that. I literally have a sweater that a moth has gotten into because it was 100% wool. Moths go after it and eat it. Um, we try and pro- the more stuff we have, the more we try and protect it, or the more insurance we feel we need to get, and all of those things. Um, you know, and we work towards protecting the stuff. Mm-hmm. When in reality, thieves can break in and steal and destroy it, and it 
it's a nuisance. And the Lord's really saying to us, you know, invest in things that can't be destroyed here on the earth. And how, how do we do that? Well, it's loving your neighbor. It's, um, it's pouring into relationships here. I think simplicity mm-hmm. here is is relationship and time with our family, friends. You know, that's maybe one of the answers to laying for ourselves treasure. Now, can you go shopping and invest in relationship? Well, women do that really well. So I'm like, if you've got your money saved and you're ready to go shopping with your girlfriends, good for you. However, we're not here to lay judgment on anybody about shopping, but we do want to present the idea that that we need to question our hearts and figure out where are we laying our for ourselves treasure. And for me personally, I know a day like t- Black Friday is too tempting and I will spend more money than I plan to, which leads us into the whole point of the show is that we want to encourage you to plan what you spend and spend what you plan. And for me personally, I will avoid a day like that one. I won't go near the computer. I won't go online shopping, even though there are deals. For me, I will spend more money than I will ever dream of saving because I'm going to buy more stuff, some of which I probably won't need. And I'll have buyer's remorse at the end. So I am more likely personally to buy when things aren't on sale because I go specifically for that thing and try not to spend any more than what I need for what I need. So that is my little. So, and knowing yourself, I mean, in in a sense of knowing what, what, what your propensity is or, or whether you can navigate through that and saying, okay, uh, you know what? Black Friday is a, is a time where I've saved up, uh, you know, not purchase something for the last three and a half months or not purchase multiple things for the last number of months just in anticipation of Black Friday because I know I'm going to get better deals. Okay, that's great. Um, practically, what does that mean? Well, okay. We have this strategy that around Christmas time, every one of the clients, friends, people are getting all crazy with me. But the reality is just make a list. Make a list of all the people that you want to or feel you have to buy for around Christmas. Put a dollar value next to their name. And that does not mean that, you know, I like this person more so they get more, all of those things. But what do you want to spend on their gift and then have a third column of what did you actually spend on their gift so that you can go, okay, if I'm buying a gift for Rebecca and I get a really good deal on Black Friday and so I was planning to spend three bucks and I got it for two bucks, okay, a hundred bucks. <laughs> She's looking at me like, what? Only three bucks, but a hundred bucks and I spend 80 bucks on her. That means that, yeah, I could spend 20 bucks somewhere else or maybe we just pocket the rest, but at least I know what my target is and we can we can do that right and that is the hardest thing is plan having the plan but actually sticking to the plan because when you're home and you will say to me reb is this reasonable i can honestly say we totally overspent on gifts this year and it wasn't about christmas and uh i might have said it was reasonable but then it wasn't because we had three weddings Mm -hmm. we had uh, that means there were four, three, three weddings, four showers we went to. We hosted a couple. Then a close friend is having a baby, actually just had a baby this November. And, you know, and all of a sudden, I haven't even sat down to calculate because I don't want to calculate what we spent on those 
those gifts, but it just went crazier than we ever thought. And here's a question. How do you stick to your plan? And we're going to talk a little bit about that. But before we get into those nitty gritty, I thought it was cool to talk about where Black Friday actually comes from Mm -hmm. and what happens. So in the back in the 1950s, in the city of Philadelphia, they used the term Black Friday because something happened the day after Thanksgiving. Hordes of suburban shoppers and tourists flooded into the city in advance of the big Army-Navy football game that was on that Saturday every year. Not only would the Philly cops not be able to take the day off, but they'd have to work extra long shifts to deal with the crowds and the traffic. Shoplifters would also take advantage of the bedlam in the stores that was happening, and they'd take merchandise, which often gave the law enforcement big headaches and everybody was working. So they called it Black Friday. But in the 60s, there was this idea by the city's merchant that they want to take that name and create it into something positive because it was really negative. So the term didn't spread across the rest of the country until 1985 when it became this day when they could take uh, everything that had been in the red all year, hypothetically, mm-hmm. right, financially for their 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 stores and then have these great sales and then everything after that day they'd have be in the black they'd be like awesome you know great sales we're making money and it just caught on in the 80s and um actually in canada we only started celebrating i guess if that's the right word black friday in 2009 so we haven't even been doing it officially uh for 10 years yet but it's a global economy now, so it's quite easy to get Black Friday deals online by uh, yeah, and by of course shop. all the crossover yeah. of stores that are in the U.S. coming to Canada and and and, and the all cr- of that. and the crazy part is now what they're seeing because I've done some reading on this that that it's the pre Black Friday sales that are happening in the month of November are just as good as the Black Friday and the Cyber Monday sales. So people are shopping now all month long. It's not just happening on that day. Although there are the statistics that uh, show us that uh, people are buying and using Black Friday more and more and more. It, It is turning into, there's a higher percentage going online every year, but the percentage is simply increasing. We're just spending more percentage per household per person uh, in, on Black Friday, mm-hmm. it's just increasing. It's mm-hmm. not declining. It's not losing its uh, luster by any means. So, so all of that to say to be aware that you know you are being hunted. I know, Reb, you read an article and I and you were sharing that with me, and I thought that is such a a, yeah. a, a, a great picture. Uh, say in this retail space, me the consumer is being hunted. Um, by the marketing, by the, 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 you know, all of the, like I said earlier, the machine that's at work, but to, to feel like I'm being hunted here as we come into November. Well, and the quote was, I was actually looking at a report from last 2016, a CNN report. And I, uh, there was a, a bunch of people talking on a panel and this was what one of them said. You think you're out hunting for a bargain. No, you are being hunted. The entire retail industry is designed to get you to spend more money than you wanted to. And they're great 
thrust. Even these professional people who study these things are saying, just be aware. Be And I think consumers are becoming more aware. Mm-hmm. It's not like, like, especially our kids' generation, like our oldest is 20. They're very aware what advertising does. They know the lies at work. You know, I know from, you know, my mom's in her 90s, they believed a lot more in her generation. When somebody said it, they believed it a lot more. And there's way more skepticism at work now in the marketing uh, world. But be aware, you know, you're going to be fully aware that I don't think that's a shock to anybody saying that they're being hunted. They want your money. They want it. They want, you know, all these companies, all these stores. Of course, they want to make money. That's how this consumer economy is supposed to run. Mm -hmm. We spend it and go in debt for it sometimes so that these stores can make their money and keep Mm -hmm. the economy rolling, apparently. And I, I want to interject there to say, you know, this is not, it's not like the people running in, in the retail or, and marketing are terrible people. And, and, you know, we don't want to villainize all that. That, that's how the economy works. It's how, how, you know, um, our, you know, we make money, we spend money. That's, that's really how it all works. But the reality of, you know, when marketing comes and when it ramps up, we need to have clear and defined, um, limits on what we want to spend on a particular purchase for a particular in a particular place in our spending plan and and when we have the availability of plastic when we become disconnected from our bank accounts and we're not using cash and and it's a bit of intangible again the marketing is around our hearts it doesn't want us to do the math in our heads. It wants us to respond to our hearts. That's what marketing does, creates a perceived need. Oh, I didn't know that I needed that before. Now I've listened to some marketing piece and, and I realize I do need it. Um, and the, that is what we're talking about today as we navigate this Black mm-hmm. Friday yes. phenomena and, and, and saying, okay, Let's just recognize that we need to be aware. We need to guard our hearts. If I'm being hunted, I need to be extra careful when I navigate through the the, the and we were shopping tra- center. Well, and we were talking today as an example. You know, if you've been saving for a TV for months, you know, is now the time to? Of course, if you if you have some discipline, if you go in as with someone you're accountable to, and not to overspend, and you go in and get the TV, and it's a hundred bucks off, get the TV. Mm-hmm. But often, what happens? We go in to get the TV, and as Dave and I were talking about this morning, you get the surround sound, you get the guys to come and install the surround sound, and all of a sudden, you spent five hundred to a thousand dollars more than you were planning to, or that you had money for. You had money for the TV, but you didn't necessarily have it for the extras. Or as I said to David this morning, well, what happens if, you know, I know my son has shoes. I forgot to talk to him about it when we were planning our spending, you know, and I see these deals on shoes, you know, and I said to Dave, well, do I, you know, I do I call you and say, can I buy these shoes? And what did you say to me? It's not about that. It's not, it's not about the, it's not about permission. Permission. Exactly. It's not, it's not about, again, I don't want to be put in the position where you're asking me permission if you can buy our son's shoes. But that's some, just awkward. Well, and, but sometimes I think that's what we think. And I get into that. Oh, I have to ask Dave permission. And you quickly corrected me and you're totally right. It's, you have to see what you're, 
what is your bank account saying? What is your planning saying? What have you communicated? And maybe this time you can't get the shoes, even though they're a deal, because you're going to go in debt, debt for it. You're going to pay interest on it, even for a month or six weeks. When next month you can make a plan, say, no, you know what? Next, he can have the shoes next month. He's not desperate for them. I'll get the shoes next month. I'll pay a little bit more, but you're not going in debt for it then because you made a plan. And that's still wisdom. It's even though our world says it's a deal on Black Friday or whatever day it is. It's a deal. As you've always told me, David, there's always a deal. There's always another sale. There's always somewhere you can go to get that thing. And it really, you know, that's a practical thing. But I love that when you said that, because sometimes I feel like I'm asking you permission to spend money, or you're asking me permission. And that's not what it's about. It's it's what are we and maybe some of you are out there and you never talk money with your spouse or your family. Some of you may be out there and you never make a spending plan. This is what a spending plan is for. And this is what it it helps you to 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 just put on paper. What am I thinking? That's where the discussion happens in the sanity of your own home with most of the marketing turned off in the sense of you sit down at a time where, um, you know, you and I, Reb, we do it usually in the morning because we're not as tired where, you know, we have our brains on in a sense we're not distracted and we say, okay, what's coming up in the next week? What are we going to spend on Christmas or whatever the plan is and say, we need to sit down and just put it on paper. And then it's now we both agreed that we were going to spend X number of dollars over the course of, you know, let's say Christmas. And so when we deviate from the plan, then that's a discussion that has to happen in the sense of, okay, well, what does the plan say? The plan says we were going to spend $500 on whatever it is. And now we're thinking of spending 600. Mm. Okay. Well, Let's see if there's a way that we can make that work. Let's work together. Let's, but because where's the money going to come from? Are we going to sell something this season? You know, are we going to have some extra cash to spend, you know, a little bit extra? Maybe I spend a little bit less on one of the other kids and I got 30 bucks in my wallet that I was planning to spend on one, but I got the thing that they wanted at a good deal. So I got 30 bucks left over. Go buy the shoes. And we're all good. But it's about communicating and making a plan. And how do you make a plan? Well, we would say if you've never done it before, you really you really have to go back to basics. First, yeah. you got to know where your money's going. You got to track it and know where you're spending in general. You have to know where your expenses are. What are your bills? You sit down and you figure all that down. You write it out on paper. You get an Excel spreadsheet and, and what a pen we, and a pencil or a, a pencil pe- and a piece that's of paper. Right. And I know we're going quickly through it, but, but, um, at the financial fitness seminar that we do once a month, we go in a little bit more detail on how to do do that or you come call more than enough and we can sit down with you and talk to you about how you create a spending plan you're you're looking forward we're not looking backward we're not looking backward and trying to figure out where the money went you look forward and say you know in the next four to eight weeks what what where are my expenses? You know, and every season we say is different. So at Christmas, you're thinking, okay, we've got a big chunk. You know, if you're really wise, you've been saving all year for Christmas. Or but, you've been buying all year. Or maybe. you've been yeah. buying all year and it's spread out and, you know, it's it's great. And you have been shopping some of the deals. Boxing Day sales. Lots of people buy Christmas cards on Boxing Day for the next season. You know, all that. So we all know all this stuff. But if you look forward and make a plan. Uh, you know what I was thinking? What? Uh, 
I, I was thinking, you know, money is not the place where you ask forgiveness instead of permission. <laughs> you know what Dave always says that to me? Oh, well, you can ask permission or forgiveness later and you just go ahead and do it. But but, but once the money is spent, it, you know, it doesn't matter. It is, it is really. And I've never actually I'm having the epiphany right now. I've never actually connected that to say, wait a minute. Once the money's spent, the money's spent. Okay, so to understand, sometimes when, you know, Dave and I are out or doing something, I think, oh, well, I'll just spend the 25 bucks on Tim Hortons for the kids. I'll just ask forgiveness after I've spent it. I don't need permission from the money or permission from Dave. I'll just ask forgiveness later, even though we didn't plan or the 250 bucks or whatever the number is. But he is saying that's one area where you don't do it. You don't. You, you, you've yeah, got we, it. We don't want to ask forgiveness. That, again, that, that gets awkward between relationship and right. there's so guilt. You're and saying just stick with the plan. It's, it's way better to, to, to get it up front. To, to go, you know what? If we have to change the plan, let's talk about changing the plan. Right. If we if we have to, you know, if we have to stick to the plan, okay, we're sticking to the plan, and I'll have to get over the disappointment of not buying whatever it is. Uh, right. But instead of say, saying, "Oh, honey, I just spent uh, two hundred and fifty dollars we weren't planning on," and uh, will you for, for, forgive okay, so, me? So <laughs> hands up, how many people have been in that position? Where <laughs> I think you know, we've, I think you've we done it at Princess have. Auto. Oh, I think course, I've done, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. So anyway, what we're saying is, even though the sales are coming, plan what you spend and spend what you plan. Sit down and talk to your spouse. Um, you know, even I guess it's maybe too late today because it is Black Friday. But even it's in never too late to make even anticipation of Christmas, if, of any time of year when you're spending, you've got birthdays you've, and you're like, honey, I've got this birthday. We have this big celebration or I'm throwing a baby shower or, you know, how can we do this? You're doing it together as a team because ultimately you want to get out of debt. Ultimately, you have purposes and goals. You know, I'm, we're making big assumptions here that you want to get out of your debt, that you want to pursue purpose and goals in your life. And the show is like coming to an end. And like we haven't, I feel like we've just barely <laughs> stepped on some of these. But you've hit, you've hit the nail on the head with that last comment. And we will, we'll end with that comment that what are you sacrificing when you overspend or when you deviate from the plan or when you, you, have to ask forgiveness instead of permission. What is it that you're sacrificing? What is it that you've you've spent money on, you can't get it back, and then all of a sudden you're going, oh my goodness, what are we going to do? Do do um, Because that money was for something. And again, going back to the Matthew verses and saying some of this stuff, uh, and we know that statistically, isn't going to be around a month and a half or two months from now. You know, it's just stuff that gets bought and then gets lost or broken or, or all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So what are you buying? What are you overspending on that you are you're united and saying, you know what, we're, we're doing Christmas and we're going to spend a thousand dollars on Christmas simply because we want to go on a vacation later on next summer. And or we, we want to dig a well in Africa, or oh. we want to make a donation. Or oh, we, sure. Just get, I, go. go well, no, it is. Or, or laying for yourselves a treasure in heaven. For sure. You know, we're, our priority is shifting. And it's hard, and none of this is easy. Um, yeah. But we need to pray out. Okay. 
So, Lord, we are just grateful to you. We're all on this journey. I feel like the show is just hitting topics all over the place. And maybe that's a little bit how we're all feeling, you know, in this society that is being hunted for our dollar every day. And we're fatigued and tired. But we do have to be intentional about it. We do have to understand what we're um, planning to spend and stick to it. And it's a heart issue. So, Lord, I pray that you would help all of us. Uh, on this journey of discovering our hearts and what matters to you most. And um, I just pray uh, for that and thank you that you're patient with us and you guide us in these ways. In Jesus' name. And I'm thankful that, you know, we do this show every week because these conversations, <laughs> are, you know, they just go, they, they don't end. So join us next week. And uh, I don't even know what's on the agenda, so it will be a surprise. But join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.